This is Neil Erwitz. I'm here today with Adam Klein, who's uh, a senior fellow and an expert on FISA and really all matters intelligence and surveillance, uh, with the FBI director, James Comey, um, uh, being grilled before Congress today. That's obviously very much in the news. So, Adam, thanks for, for hopping on with us. And the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence today held a hearing on uh, Russian interference in the 2016 election, obviously a very controversial topic. What are the big headlines from the hearing? Well, I think, Neil, that there are two main headlines that the media are going to jump on out of this. Uh, the first is that FBI Director James Comey confirmed that the FBI is conducting a counterintelligence investigation into the campaign, including, quote, whether there was any coordination between the Trump campaign and Russia. The second is that uh, Director Comey said that the FBI and Department of Justice, quote, have no information that supports, end quote, the president's tweets about wiretapping of Trump Tower and also the accusation that the Obama administration enlisted the British NSA equivalent, which is known as the Government Communications Headquarters, to spy on the Trump campaign. Uh, neither of these facts are really that surprising in themselves. I think most experts would have expected that this was the case, uh, that there was a counterintelligence investigation ongoing, and that, 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 there, that there was no information supporting the tweets. Uh, but what's newsworthy is that Director Comey chose to come out and give detail about these now, despite the fact that there's an ongoing investigation. So then, uh, given those two big headlines, what did the members um, really focus on? There actually wasn't that much focus on either of those facts. I think members were probably already believed both of those things to be true. And probably uh, didn't want to discuss it in tremendously great depth. Th that's right, because there's classified information that necessarily underpins both of those conclusions. Uh, I'll also note that there was a fair amount of action on the wiretapping claims uh, last week with the bipartisan combination of the chairman and the ranking member of the committee asking for any information that the Justice Department had about the, the president's wiretapping claims. So members were already pretty well briefed up on that and kind of knew, probably knew what the department had in advance of today's hearing. Uh, instead, members' questions focused on other issues. Uh, to some extent, the sides were talking past each other, Democrats focusing on one thing, Republicans focusing on another, uh, but they, they both raised legitimate issues. Uh, on the Republican side, and I'll just start with them because they're uh, the majority. Some members wanted to make clear to the public that the Russians did not hack the vote counts, which I think is an important thing that some people don't know when they hear that the Russians quote-unquote hacked the election. They didn't hack voting machines. What they did is steal information uh, from the Democratic National Committee, from other institutions, and leaked it to try to influence the election. Republicans were also outraged about the leaks of the conversations between Mike Flynn, who was the National Security Advisor, and the Russian ambassador. And We can talk more about that later if you're interested. Uh, and they also question the intelligence community's judgment that the that Russia wanted to help uh, President Trump win the election, as opposed to just uh, attacking Secretary Clinton or just making mischief and undermining confidence in the U.S. process. And the Democrats, as you would expect, were mostly focused on the alleged links between the Trump campaign and Russia, and that produced a lot of no comments. Again, as you'd expect, because it touches on classified information and what we now know is an ongoing FBI from investigation Comey. from Director Comey and from from uh, Admiral Rod. So then you mentioned the leaks about uh, about General Flynn. 
Um, can you explain why uh, Republicans were so upset and are so upset about that? Yeah, just to give a, a tiny bit of background on the type of information that this is talking about. Uh, this is what's called, and this is a necessary, a dry term that's used in surveillance law, it's incidental collection. And what that means is that a person who's not the target of surveillance can still be picked up on surveillance. So there's no question that the U.S. government can surveil the communications of the Russian ambassador who works for a foreign power. He's a, he's a diplomatic representative of foreign power. But that also means that if you call the Russian ambassador for a completely legitimate purpose, whether it's to talk about uh, policy or whether it's to talk about delivering a pizza, you can be picked up on the wiretap. And so completely innocent Americans can have their communications captured. And this raises obvious concerns for privacy and civil liberties. This information is highly sensitive. And the idea that you would leak information like this in order to damage an American is really the ultimate sin of surveillance law. Some of the older listeners might remember back in the 60s, the FBI in the battle, J. Edgar Hoover days, uh, J. Edgar Hoover uh, threatened Martin Luther King Jr. with leaking uh, surveillance transcripts to discredit him and try to pressure him out of the civil rights movement. So I think Even though MLK was not the target of uh, well, investigations? He was the target of was. that. But this just goes to the point that information that the government collects can be used to try to discredit Americans. And that's why we have so many safeguards in place, a huge number of safeguards in place. Uh, so everyone should be concerned about the fact that those safeguards failed in this case. Uh, as, as Representative Gowdy uh, pointed out in a long exchange with Director Comey today, uh, the public trusts the government with these powers on the understanding they will not be turned around and used against Americans. So I think that the fact that the safeguards failed and that that happened here should be an outrage for everyone, whether you're a national security hawk or a privacy uh, advocate. I'll also note, though, that this isn't just a, a privacy issue. Uh, it's also bad for national security. There's a very important surveillance program that's supposed to be reauthorized this year. It's called Section 702. And basically, it's a tool that the government uses to target non-Americans overseas when their electronic communications like emails and things pass through the United States. This is a huge, very important tool that informs, uh, according to public statements, 25% of the NSA's reports about terrorism. Uh, and if this isn't reauthorized, it's going to be a big problem for counterterrorism and national security. So the fact that this leak happened is it may raise headwinds for 702 reauthorization. So uh, you think the Russian ambassador is a big pizza fan? <laughs> I hear that the Russians like dill on their pizza. I read that once. That's something I'll be ordering. Yeah. You alone in that one. Um, so should Americans have confidence that, these, uh, that all of these investigations that were mentioned today will get to the bottom of what really happened here? I think they should, uh, and there are two reasons for that. First, on the on the House Intel side, and I'll note that that's not the only committee investigating this. We know mm -hmm. that Senate Intel is doing their own investigation. Other committees may also look into it. Uh, but but since that's the committee that held a hearing today, I'll focus on them. Uh, on the House Intel side, we've seen a, a solid bipartisan approach from the Chairman Nunes and Ranking Member Schiff. Uh, for example, in the response to the President's tweets of last week, they came out in bipartisan lockstep. Uh, there was no daylight between them. That's very important. And the, and the chairman confirmed today that they are going to look at all aspects of the problem, including the aspects that concern Republicans the most and the aspects that inter interest Democrats the most. So what did the Russians do in 2016 and who worked with them? Uh, was there any unauthorized surveillance of presidential campaigns? And so far, it looks like no, as we would expect. But even if there wasn't, it's good to have bipartisan clarity that there wasn't. And third, who leaked classified information? Uh, 
about General Flynn, but also about other aspects of this situation. Uh, I think it's vital that there are no part that there be no partisan gaps in the committee's investigation and in other congressional inquiries. Uh, we saw with the 9/11 Commission, if you have bipartisanship, then you get wide public acceptance and public uptake of the facts that your investigation produces. But if you splinter along partisan lines, then people can just dismiss the conclusions as partisan. And on the FBI side, we we now know that Director Comey and the FBI are going to be are investigating this. Uh, there's every reason to believe they'll also investigate the leaks of classified information. Uh, Director Comey has a record of independence, and the FBI is a very professional investigatory organization, and they promise to follow the facts where they lead. And so I think that's very encouraging. Well, great. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're uh, you're encouraged. This is obviously going to be highly, highly controversial in the months and years going forward. So we'll have a lot to talk about. Thanks a lot, Adam. Absolutely.